Strategist Cowboy. This week's first contestant is a German lager beer from the Helle Bamberg Brauerei located in Bamberg, Bavaria. It is a special edition beer. The second contestant is a seasonal October lager beer from Abensberg, Bavaria. It's called Bayern in uh, Germany. The beer's names are in order. Eschschlenkela Helles Lager vs. Kuckelbauer Festbier. Let's get ready to rumble! Our first contestant this week is the Eschschlenkala Helles Lager. Helles means that it is a light beer. Eschschlenkala, I think, is best translated to really nice. But I'm not sure. According to Wikipedia Translate, it means really dangling. But on the other hand, it could mean really hanging like in really hanging with the guys. The German language is hard to translate into Northern European languages due to their odd grammar mostly. Sometimes you have no idea what a sentence in German is supposed to mean. Like in this two-word expression, Eschschlenkele. One must almost be born bilingual, with German as one of the languages to be able to translate German into, for instance, Swedish. The ingredients in Eschschlenkele Helles Lager are water, barley malt, hops and yeast. As proper is, this beer brewery adhere to the German Reinesgebot way of brewing beers. This means that it's a legislated law in Germany that commercial beer brewing is only allowed to be done with water, malt, hops and yeast, and no other added ingredients. Technically, herbs and spices aren't part of the brewing process, but I don't know if herbs and spices are allowed, but I mean, German breweries are allowed to tamper with the yeast strings, so why not? Eschschlenkerlelles Lager is allegedly a smoky beer assortment. The special edition beer variant is unfiltered, unlike the original Helles Lager from the brewery. The best before date on this particular beer is June 2024. Today it is late December 2023. The Eschschlenkele Helles Lager beer assortment comes in a size 50 centiliters, i.e. an about 17 liquid ounces bottle. The bottle label is two-folded. The bottle depicts a blue sky with clouds and the beer's name in gold on the front label. Or is it smoke on the label, as in a smoky bear, beer? 
The Eschlenkala Helles Lager cost me 29 kronor at Systembolaget. That is 2 US dollars and 90 cents. That is 68 cents per 4 ounces of beer. For their low prices, German lager beers can be acceptable if they haven't tampered with the yeast strings to get an artificial banana taste on the beers. According to Systembolaget, the preferred serving temperature on this beer assortment is 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The Eschlenkala Helles Lager, Lager has got a 4.3% ABV level. 4.3%. How about the experience then? I'm sorry, I had to go get my uh, bottle, I mean uh, glass. Uh, a special beer glass, the new, my new one, which gives a higher head, a taller head than uh, the former beer glass. This one has got a, about a seven fingers tall head. This is a more proper beer glass, I think. With a big foot, round foot on it. And it's pretty narrow, not very big because it's a beer glass, but uh, pretty narrow for being a beer glass. Okay, let's see here. It's uh, yellow in color. It's not cloudy yet, but I've, I've just poured up a bit, a little bit of the beer. And we'll see later on, since it's not uh, filtered, so. It smells, um, got a nice aroma, typical lager aroma. German lager aroma. Got a good taste. Not tampered with the yeast strings. Good for you, Ashed Schlenkala. Um, first impression is it, it's it's a good beer. That is, that is my usual first impression. I like beers. You know that now. By now. Uh, it's, um, is it rich? For a 4.3% uh, lager beer, it is pretty rich. It's getting... Uh, not much more cloudier, but a little bit more cloudier now. 
it's not um, it's not bread like perhaps a little bit yeasty perhaps it's malty taste on my palate uh, light lager beer that's uh, not filtered <laughs> sweet or dry let's see not very sweet not very dry somewhere in the middle I like it uh, bitterness or hoppiness uh, let's see a typical lager beer <clears throat> likeness it's uh, it, it should it should be smoky you could say that perhaps but not very much it's a light lager so not not no surprise there but uh, it's they've, they've done a good job with what they got candy like no fruitiness no there might be some spices It's got a little bit of a spicy undertone, I think, even if they don't have it in their in, among their ingredients. Carbonation level, I think it's pretty high, but it's difficult to, to say at this moment. I haven't burped yet. Uh, creaminess, no. Acidic, no. No aberrations. Dark roasted, of course not. One moment. Excuse me. Pardon me. Filtered or unfiltered? It's unfiltered. Is it well balanced? Well, it's a lager beer, so not so, not so many tastes or flavors in it. So I, I, I leave it at that. I don't need to say any, anything else. Let's see here if they have any more flavors I have written in my template. A little bit straw-like, perhaps. Yeah. Nothing more. One moment. Okay, what about grading then? How many devils do I grade this beer? They've done a really good job with this beer. It's not typical for German beers to be that good. Like Belgians are often more better than German beers, but that's often ales, most often. 
and it's still not cloudy in the bottom of the glass but it's very a very tall head seven seven fingers still and pour up a bit more well how many devils and it need to get down to the beer through the foam I like this beer. For a lager beer, I graded um, nine devils out of ten possible. For a beer, like if it would compete with ales and such, I give it. Seven devils out of ten possible, and that's a very good grade for a beer, a, a, a lager beer. Okay, let's move on to our next contestant. Okay, I've taken a break for about an hour, and, I, and I'm ready to go on to my next beer. Our second contestant for this week is the Kuckelbauer Festbier from Kuckelbauer in Abensberg in the north of Bayern, Bavaria. It is of course a German Reinitzgebot lager beer, as it should be, or they'd be criminals, for real. This beer is not represented on Sustainbelaget's website. The ingredients in this beer assortment are water, barley malt, hops, and most probable yeast. The best before date on this particular beer is July 2024. At present date, it is late December 2023. The Kuckelbauer Festbier assortment comes in a size 50 centiliters, i.e. an about 17 liquid ounces bottle. The three-folded bottle front label depicts an old-time carnival with a carousel in front. The image is drawn by hand. The Kuckelbauer Festbier assortment from Kuckelbauer in Abensberg costs about 1 euro and 80 cents, i.e. 2 US dollars. That is 47 cents per every 4 ounces of beer. But that is in Germany where alcohol tax is frowned upon. The German social responsibility is hurled out the window when it comes to beer and prostitution and in the future probably light drugs like cannabis. That is a rich culture indeed. Yet they claim to be the whitest country in the world. I'm sorry, that was 80 years ago. They claim to be the best engineers in the world, with the most superior Sprache, i.e. language. Sprache, i.e. language. Yeah, but it depends on who they consider to be the world. There are pros and cons with refusing to accept any influx of foreign lingo and grammar into their country. The cons start to show quick when they, for example, are forced to accept two sets of computer lingo. It reminds me of Chinese script characters, which requires enormous effort to learn and maintain, and it eats up efficiency. The pros are that they can remain women oppressors. 
not so much sexual as political. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperatures. The beer assortment has got a 5.6% ABV. 5.6%. How about the experience then? Okay. Pearson aroma. It's got about a four fingers tall head. And it's the yellow piece orange, but but clear in the glass. I'm not saying that it tastes like piss. I'm saying the color is like clear piss, piss blended with water. Happy that they didn't uh, tamper with the yeast drinks. I don't think they did. Hmm, let's see here. First impression. A little bit too sweet for me for a, for a lager beer. A little bit on the sweet side. Is it rich? Let's see. Yeah, but it's 5.6%, so it's a it's a kind of high ABV level for a lager beer. And just a regular lager beer. But it's a fest beer for Oktoberfest, I guess. They have several fest beers in Germany. Uh, Oktoberfest is just one of them in, uh, well, down there. Uh, let's see here. It's pretty rich. It's not red like, I wouldn't say. Is it yeasty? Not very. But it's malty. And the taste of my pants is a little bit, a little bit. too sweet it's sweet it's not bitter it's not bitter uh, and it's not hoppy the Germans like their candy and cookies and pastry sweet very sweet it's uh, really bad but they like it sweet, really sweet. I mean, really sweet. They they don't always drink sweet beers. It's not, is it candy-like? 
or sugary like not more than candy like it's um, let's see here it's not smoky it's uh, not fruity no spices and the undertone is just sweetness everything is sweetness about this beer carbonation level I don't know yet but I don't think it's very high One moment. Oh, pardon me. It's uh, well, it's got some carbonation level. Mm. Creaminess. Is, is it creamy? No. Mostly stouts and porters that are creamy. Uh, acidic or not and aberrations well it's not acidic and unless sugar is an aberration it, it uh, hasn't got any aberrations and it's filtered and uh, I, I will leave the last one out also well balanced or not since it's a lager beer but too sugary. Uh, let's see if there are any more flavors in it or, or tastes rather. I don't like uh, lager beer sweet, but that's just my opinion. But I think it's most people's opinion. But they have found a niche perhaps in Germany. Hmm. Syrupy perhaps. Yeah, they probably have used syrup to jack up the ABV level. Or sugar, I don't know which, but it could be syrup, it could be sugar, mostly sugar. No other flavors or tastes in this beer. Okay, what about grading then? Then How many devils do I grade this beer? Let's see. Um, Four devils out of ten possible because I don't like sweet beers. But if you like sweet beers, if you're into sweet beers, maybe five, six devils out of ten possible. But for me, four devils. Okay, absolutely don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underaged or pregnant. <laughs>
based on their information. But if it can be done, I really doubt that it is profitable anyway. And as you may remember from a previous episode of mine about the conflict between Venezuela and Guyana, the US administration reckons that the world market oil price will keep steady at low, low $50 per barrel for the next 20 years. As a comparison to the 2,000 meters depth at Starbroke block, the North Sea, where Norway is extracting oil, is approximately a mere 93 meters deep. I have converted feet to meters in my text. Deal with it. I couldn't have both meters and feet mixed in my text. But 10 meters is about 33 feet. I will supply you with the information, but I cannot give you a proper answer. I will here first supply you with crucial info about Guyana that surely will affect any Venezuelan decision and or practical approach for a contingent invasion. Make note of this. The oil in Guyana's waters is gasoline oil of a high quality. Guyana is a former Dutch and later British colony. The British ruled for 200 years before granting independence in 1966. Guyana became a republic in 1970. The border dispute between Venezuela and Guyana has been continuous for a very, very, very long time, as far back as when Guyana was a British colony and before almost. Guyana is a diverse nation. About 40% of the population is of East Indian origin, 30% Black African, 20% multiracial, 10.5% Amerindian, and 0.5% other. Guyana is bordered by the Atlantic Ocean to the north, by Suriname to the east, by Brazil to the south and southwest, and by Venezuela to the west. Guyanese rivers are black with tannins, a tea made of forest debris. These waters contain poisons, pathogens, and dangerous spirits. Throughout the coastal area of the country, the aquifer that supplies most of the drinking water has a high level of iron, making the water red. Groundwater from the coastal aquifer system provides about 90% of the domestic water for the country. The drinking water consists of three distinct aquifers. The sea is a pink slash brown color around Georgetown, owing to all the mud that is carried downstream by rivers like the Essequibo, the Demerara, and the Orinoco. Georgetown Guyana's capital at the mouth of the Demerara River is about six feet below sea level. A long seawall and an extensive network of canals keep the ocean at bay. Without its protective sea defenses, Guyana's rich expanses of rice and sugarcane fields would be underwater. The depth of Guyana oil wells the well, Lisa 1, lies 
190 kilometers or 118 miles off Guyana's coast. The Lisa One Well was the first significant oil find offshore Guyana. It encountered more than 90 meters of high quality oil bearing sandstone reservoirs. It was safely drilled to 5,433 meters in 1,743 meters of water, according to ExxonMobil. The Lisa One well was announced by Exxon in May 2015. In very deep water, it is not practical to attach an offshore rig to the bottom of the ocean. Floating oil rigs are kept in place by anchors or dynamic positioning systems that keep them over target. There are several types of floaters in use at various deep water drilling locations worldwide. The depth of the water in the ocean surrounding Guyana. ExxonMobil and its partners have commenced production from the Payara field offshore Guyana, located at a water depth of around 2,000 meters in the Starbrook block. The field is expected to bring the total production capacity in Guyana waters to approximately 620,000 barrels per day, according to Offshore Technology on November 15, 2023. The official term for a buoyant oil rig is a floating production system. The main types are classified as FPSO systems which stands for Floating Production, Storage and Offloading. Floating production systems are generally utilized in water depths ranging from 183 to 1830 meters, according to PetroOnline.com on July 4, 2015. Perdido the biggest remote oil rig in the world. Perdido, Spanish for lost, is the deepest floating oil platform in the world at a water depth of about 2,450 meters, operated by the Shell Oil Company in the Gulf of Mexico. The platform is in the Perdido Belt, which is a rich discovery of crude oil and natural gas. I wrote the following years ago in my book World Policies, how it works. Quote, in comparison, the giant American oil rig Perdido, which is located 300 kilometers offshore in the Mexican Gulf, can pump up maybe 86,000 barrels of oil per day. The oil rig itself cost $3 billion to build. That means a liter price of $4 or $15 per gallon if the oil rig stands for 15 years. And that's not counting profit margins, salaries for the oil rig's personnel and maintenance or production stop, nor do I estimate the deconstruction costs. But on the other hand, it is a low estimation of the oil rig's total lifespan. Imagine that, $15 per gallon. 
The number suggests that Perdido is only an experimental platform. But Perdido is extremely remote. Actually, 2 million barrels of the US oil is produced by the US with less remote and less complex offshore platforms in the Mexican Gulf every day. There is thus a difference between offshore and offshore. End quote. When checking it out this week, I found this information. Quote, Perdido's mooring system consists of nine anchor lines that average more than three kilometers or two miles in length. The nine taut lines are oriented in a three times three pattern and are anchored to the seabed by 5.5 meters diam diameter suction piles that range from 26.5 to 31.5 meters in length. End quote, according to Oil and Gas Journal. Stones FPSO Floating, Production, Storage and Offloading The Deepest Oil Rig Offshore Shell operates the Stones FPSO in the US Gulf of Mexico, approximately 322 kilometers or 200 miles off the coast of New Orleans. It holds the record for the planet's deepest operating oil and gas project, reaching an astonishing depth of almost 2,900 meters below sea level, according to the NES Firecraft on June 12, 2023. Does Guyana have more oil than Saudi Arabia? New oil producer Guyana now ranks second only to Kuwait in the list of countries with the highest oil reserves per capita, placing it ahead of producers like Saudi Arabia, Norway and Qatar, according to the International Monetary Fund or the IMF, according to oilnow.gy on October 3rd, 2022. Observe, that is oil reserves per capita, not oil reserves as such. Since Guyana, only has about 800,000 inhabitants, it is not strange. Who gets to buy the oil from Guyana then? The main destination of refined petroleum exports from Guyana today are Trinidad and Tobago, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, United Arab Emirates, Ghana and United Kingdom, in that order, according to OAC.world. So, the UK is a great bet for who is going to get to buy the oil tomorrow. Someone said that Europe will get to benefit from the future oil production in Guyana. And the UK is technically a European country. But it's not going to be the EU who gets to buy the oil. The United States is Guyana's largest trading partner. Guyana's largest imports from the United States are fuels and lubricants, equipment and cement. Guyana's major exports are oil, gold, rice, fish, timber and sugar, according to Trade.gov on July 14, 2023.
Major economic sectors Agriculture and mining are Guyana's most important economic activities, with sugar, bauxite, rice and gold accounting for 70 to 75% of export earnings, according to Wikipedia. And the sources for this were embassyofguyana.be, US Department of State, Britannica.com, Wiley.com, Wikipedia.org, TripAdvisor.com, Army.mil, Google.org, ExxonMobil.com, Oil and Gas Journal, OilNow.gi, OffshoreTechnology.com, PetroOnline.com, NES Firecroft, MaintenanceAndCure.com, oec.world trade.gov my name is roger clang thank you and see you later alligator at a wild crocodile happy new year and see you in a week's time thank you mm -hmm.